0: So Matt sat through 33 episodes of our podcast that night. (laughs)
1: Without a drink in hand, mind you.
0: (laughs) Which you probably needed. But I also got a lot of Matt's story at that point. Yes. And for me, I had dated guys who had been married and and actually I dated more of them after this conversation. But I knew the way Matt talked about his ex-wife and the way he was approaching the situation, that this was somebody...
2: Welcome to the husband and law podcast. Let's get this party started. All right. So this week, I am the one that sounds sick.
0: Yeah, we just traded.
2: Steve, you sound normal now.
1: Just about. Almost there.
0: You know what's yeah. funny is I was sick in between that, but we didn't record. I was sick for like ten days too. Ten. That's why we didn't record. Is because oh yeah, we canceled I, last time. I canceled last time because I was worried I'd strep, and I did. And you did. So it's a good thing you didn't come over, Steve. Yep. I wouldn't yes, let Penny indeed. come over. I wouldn't let anybody come over. Well, Matt just had like, what just happened, babe? I
2: was about to sneeze, so I stopped.
0: You stopped your sneeze? Yeah. How do you stop your sneeze?
2: From the sinuses.
0: You just touched your forehead and it goes away? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Works. Have Can you ever done that? Can we please
1: get back to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't we always kind of start this way? I wasn't paying attention to
1: what you guys were talking about because I was looking for something that I thought I should share.
0: Did you find it? Yes. Share it.
1: It's short. Perfect. It's It's just the last line of a super, not short, it's a several week conversation, but the last line which I thought was worth sharing is... It was a conversation with who? Someone who reached out, someone who heard the podcast and reached out and... Okay. Wanted some, like... Advice and direction and resources. And um, then actually he informed me about a resource that he's been using, which I don't know if we can mention this, but it's pridecounseling.com. Oh. I hadn't heard of this until he told me about it, but he said it's just an online counseling i don't know how they describe themselves but yeah specifically around lgbt issues and you log in you answer a questionnaire which is, is a lot of questions about who you are and what you're dealing with and what you're feeling and then they line you up with a counselor online who introduces themselves and you can just chat right then and there or you can set up a virtual session that's cool seemed really cool yeah especially because i think a lot of people think about getting into counseling but it's kind of a big deal to like Look them up and go find a place and like sit down and talk to someone and, and that can be a expensive. little nerve wracking and right. it's expensive and it takes actually, a long time. Actually just talk to
0: somebody about that exact thing today. Like
1: taking that step yeah. to get into counseling can be daunting. Yeah. But apparently if you just go to this website it's pretty easy. I don't know much about it so I am actually a little bit worried about putting this out there on the podcast because I don't really know.
0: Look into it before you take our word for it. Yes. It's just a resource we've heard about. But
1: for him it was a very good resource. But just the last line of our conversation was, your story helps me a lot to be okay with myself. Oh, it's awesome. And I love that.
0: And that's like the crux of all of this. Yeah. People always ask, well, how do you make it through? How do you deal with all this? I'm like, the first step is getting to know yourself, learning about who you are, what you want. That's what it all comes down be to. Be
1: okay with yourself.
0: Yes. Love and accept yourself for who you are. Yes. Matt's going to share one new review with us.
2: One new review, but I feel like I've read this one.
0: Oh, you did? Oh, maybe we did. Have you guys tried to pronounce this name before? That's how I always try to decide. I don't
2: think we've read this. I haven't. Well, I'll read it anyways. And If we have, we can just uh, edit it out.
0: (laughs) Or we share it again.
2: Yeah. This is from Boy Want a Man. Oh.
0: (laughs) Steve's available.
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a man.
0: <laughs> Steve throws things in there like that all the time. And yeah. I decided that was my one chance. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this says, "Love it!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! I absolutely love this podcast. As an LDS man who is also gay, the stories are so relatable. I have not had the challenge of being married with children. But the relationships and struggles are much the same. I appreciate you being honest and putting yourself out there for the world to see and hear. I love that you have overcome many of the struggles and now appear to be best friends and happy in your family situation. Thank you so much.
0: I often wonder if people really believe that we are such good friends.
1: We're just really freaking good (laughs) actors on this podcast. (laughs) I I actually can't stand either of you. (laughs) 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 okay okay and
0: and honestly we really are which is kind of funny but really are what this good of friends like we're we're good friends yeah yeah of course matt and i are
1: sometimes
2: i wonder because we did a an instagram live yesterday and i wasn't sure where steve was so
1: i didn't know we had done an instagram live
0: (laughs) i was just planning to go live and then matt decided to join
1: oh
0: and then we were like oh we should have told oh, Steve. Oh, you missed me. <laughs> well, and one of the things can I can we do up,
1: side-by-side lives? Yes, we can. <gasps> that would be fun. So you don't
0: actually have to be here for us to go live with you. But one of the things, Steve, we talked about that I was going to bring up to you actually is we were talking about the fact that it was like really nice to just see you having fun at the parade. And I feel like it's been a long time. Talking about
1: the McCall this weekend? Yes. But I've
0: seen you just and more and more often, I see you being goofy. It was just fun, and I was asking Matt, "I'm like, have you ever really seen that side of Steve where you're super goofy and just into it?"
1: Yeah, I think he so. has. I think. Yeah, probably not a ton. Yeah, it's we don't tend to be real. It's all business when Steve and I. Are.
0: <laughs> I mean, he I has, meant
1: all three of us, though. Like, it's just
0: he has fun and is like himself, but it was like a. I don't know. Maybe it's just it a longer amount of we should go back and explain the scenario
1: then, if we're actually putting this on the podcast. Yeah. Is this past weekend, we were up, all of us, the three of us, and all three kids were supposed to go together to the Winter Carnival in McCall, which is this awesome, fun ice festival that they do every year, up in the little, like, getaway mountain resort town near Boise. Most people know near who Boise. McCall is. Not most people.
0: I hey, people like listen to our podcast in, like, 14
1: different countries now. <laughs> Some people don't That's know. true. Some That's people don't true. know where Idaho is.
0: That's true. It's You're very right. Assumptious. Okay, fine. Anyway. fine.
1: I don't think "assumptuous" is a word. <laughs> Assumptuous. Neither, neither is "angerness." <laughs> angerness.
0: <laughs> okay, continue on. Right, so we so, were all supposed to go. Yeah. yeah so
1: we got a B and B. We were all gonna go. Airbnb. Airbnb. I don't think B and B is a. Uh,
0: in breakfast, can we continue forward?
1: <laughs> then Matt and the kids got sick, so just Jessica and Penny went, and Jessica's mom joined last minute. So instead of me going anymore because that would just be a little weird, yep. I instead went and stayed with my friends that were also up there because we get a cabin and all of us go every year. But this year I was going to go with you guys instead of them. But it just so worked
0: out. so it ended up that Steve was up there as well, and so we met up for part of the time since that had been the plan initially. But
1: Yeah, that's where I was going with that. (laughs) Matt
0: and I were talking about the fact last night on the live that there are certain boundaries. I mean, I think people look at us and think, well, maybe there aren't any boundaries between these people. But like you and I staying in the cabin without Matt is definitely not okay. And the thing is, it's not even that I think... I know nothing would happen and whatever, but, right, but it's, just, it's just a trust thing. Like it's showing respect to Matt that yeah, absolutely. we're not going to do that. And there are certain things. And I always think to myself, I was thinking about this today, like what is the line for me? And it is, if I would not be comfortable telling Matt, like, like I would feel like I needed to avoid telling him the truth about something, then I'm not going to do that. And usually I always tell him, hey, this is what's going on. I just want you to know. Or something just so he has a heads up at least. If it's even like the least bit, Weird. Like, hey, Steve's coming to this, just so you're aware, whatever. And most of it's just all stuff with Penny, but just in case, to be sure. So,
1: but is that what you're talking about? Is when, because you guys. Met up with me and my friends. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah. Like okay. just, I mean, that's a situation where I don't feel like it's inappropriate. There's other people there. And even at the parade, who cares? Even if my mom wasn't there or friends weren't there, I wouldn't feel bad about that either. And I don't think you would have had a problem with that either.
1: Well, I meant about the being goofy is what I was asking. Oh, no, the goofy is with me when and the my parade. Okay.
0: Steve was super goofy at the parade. We had so much fun.
1: Well, we killed it. We were the first ones in line for this for parade. For the start of the parade. It's dumping snow. And we're like... So where the parade starts we like rounded the corner to where we were literally like the first people any of the parade floats saw and we were just like cheering and so that's yelling how and we, yeah we got all the beads it's a mardi gras themed all, the so all the beads all the candy all the candy because like
0: penny got all this stuff yes they gave her like mickey mouse ears or Minnie mouse ears and all sorts of things that they didn't give to most people it was so <laughs> funny
1: and i guarantee you, they were all out of candy and beads like A quarter of a mile into that parade.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They were just launching them to the It was so fun. Anyway, it's a good time. That was my fifth year. I think it was like more than that going up there, but fifth year going with that group of friends. And it was cool to be able to mix that with you and Penny this year. Yeah. Jessica. So And your mom's fun. I'm glad she came.
0: Mom's hilarious. She was so wet at the end of the parade, like just soaking wet. Her coat wasn't waterproof. So we went back to the cabin with Steve's friends and they like the dryer. put her in the dryer for her and got her all warmed up. And then we went back out and did stuff. But anyways, so that was fun. And we missed you, Matt. We're glad yeah. you're feeling better.
1: Way to ruin the plans. <laughs> <laughs> Being sick sucks.
0: It does suck. So pits. All right. So today... We thought we would go into how Matt came into everybody's life.
2: Everybody's. Including
0: (laughs) yours. It's going to be a long episode. (laughs) Everybody's. Okay. So at some point, Matt and I and Steve all moved into the same church congregation.
1: We can call it a ward now.
0: Okay. By by episode 36,
1: people should know (laughs) what we mean when we say ward. At some point, we all met each other. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we did yeah that is so weird <laughs> and okay so let's start with matt because you saw us first
1: and some yes. of this has been mentioned before so sorry but we're for gonna go into it a little more so more in detail yes i first saw
2: you and steve at church that's correct <laughs> oh
0: my gosh <laughs> Steve, Matt's great with Maybe details. Maybe Matt's
2: not going to go into more details. <laughs> oh, I'll go into details. So here I was. I was sitting on the right-hand side <laughs> of the pews. And in a normal church congregation, there are three sets of pews in an LDS church. Right? hmm You have... Okay, now he's going to do too more much detail. detail. side pews, one center pew.
0: Okay, Matt, speed it along.
2: I believe I was on the Go. far right pew, if you're looking at stage.
0: Matt, hurry
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we're getting gonna, there. We're going to lose followers over this.
0: <laughs> okay, keep going, oh, babe. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you harass us all the time, so we got to harass you. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I'll talk a little bit faster, okay? so then before Sacramento even started, I saw Jessica walk in with Penny. Mm-hmm.
0: and what did you think
2: i was like oh there's a single mom she's kind of cute this is why jessica likes this story
0: matt says i'm cute <laughs> yeah. this time he said kind of cute but i'm gonna take that as well
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> choose your words carefully <laughs> yes
2: i guess if there's anything that you learn from listening to this episode choose your words carefully
1: when describing um, how you met your wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't even meet him this day, though. When, when describing
1: your immediate first reaction reaction <laughs> seeing your wife. Oh, she's kind of cute.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Kind of cute is good for me. Keep That's going. Not even
2: what I meant.
0: I know, I'm teasing you. Okay. So you thought, she's kind of cute. Yeah. I sat down. Yeah. And then you thought, what? Well, Steve then like in. three
2: minutes later, then Steve walked in and sat right next to you. And I was like, oh, crap.
0: Oh, crap.
2: Well, she's married, but I've never seen them. How come I'd never seen these two before in our ward?
1: Why did you assume we were married? Because. Why didn't you assume? Dang it, they're divorced, but dating again. I assumed that you were. (laughs) Because that's what we were. (laughs) (laughs) I assumed you were
2: married because here you had a child together. Mm -hmm. And I could clearly see that she was very comfortable with both Jessica and you. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. And so I thought, oh, there's they have a child together. They're coming into a, an LDS congregation fairly confident together Yeah. with a child. And so...
0: It's a correct assumption. Like, okay, that thinking. would be...
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, so then later, you guys met in the men's meeting.
1: Yes. Yes. Elders quorum.
0: Elders quorum. When... Matt needed a pen.
2: I needed from a what pen I to I re- remember what we were filling out.
0: Well, when you told me that Steve came in and like introduced himself to you and stuff.
2: The way I remember it is I was sitting on the nice comfy chairs up on the stage where we met, which was a weird place to meet for Ellie's Quorum. but. And Steve came in and sat right next to me. And was chatty. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: So I'm... I. Go ahead. What did you think <laughs> Steve's dying to say why he first thought of Matt?
1: I just thought, this guy looks like he needs a friend.
0: That <laughs> was a bad way,
1: but just, uh, just no, that, uh, this is a guy I don't know, and he's sitting by himself in Elder's Corm. I'm going to go introduce myself and befriend and, him. And that is a correct assumption.
2: I don't typically sit next to, I try not to sit next to
1: anybody, Usually. i don't that's just the way I, I don't know you did say in that war that you really kind of kept your head low, just like, oh, you were, yeah, you're in, you're out. I was trying to fly under
2: the radar, yes, like no matter what and i was I was actually really good friends with the elder president, Ben at the time, mm. so I knew him from high school,
1: but yeah, and that's who we started mountain biking together with yep was Ben
0: so one of the things too, I remember. When I sat down and talked to Matt about everything and explained the whole situation between Steve and I and whatever, because you were really confused. You're jumping ahead real fast. I know, but I'm just saying, I remember Matt describing this, like, you guys meeting and just appreciating that you had been so friendly. And you told me he's, like, the first, that Steve was the first guy in the ward to come up and introduce himself. And,
2: like... Pretty much.
0: Yeah. And just be approachable. And so you always kind of liked him because of that i
2: thought it was sweet sweet i thought it was noble and it always is if if you see somebody there that's new or that you don't recognize like reach out yeah like there's no harm in that right no
0: so you guys became friends and started mountain biking together yeah and not like a ton but like a handful of times right
1: yeah i don't know how often you It wasn't a ton yeah, it's like three, two or three times. Yeah, probably. Or so. Because Ben got the group together. He was, he was neighbors with you, Jessica, yeah. in your new apartment. They
0: lived in the same apartment complex. So we would all it?
1: meet at Ben's. So it worked out that when I had Penny,
0: you just dropped I with me. I brought
1: her over to your yeah to your apartment, and you kept her while I went mountain biking.
0: Yeah. And.
1: That's where you saw Matt.
0: Yeah. So. I oftentimes went up there because everybody would be outside chatting, and so I and I would know when, when you guys say were going up there. So I they were like, like up the four parking doors lot up, from like me, one yeah. building up. You were the up the apartment parking apartments. lot, and so I I knew when you guys were meeting. So I would come up and say hi. And so the first time I met Matt was towards the end of when Steve Wait, and I so were dating. Wait, so you didn't
2: see me at church? You didn't like? I whoa, didn't. There's a super cute dude over there.
0: Let me get to this part, though. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see you because I think I was such tunnel vision at that point of so focused on this crazy emotional roller coaster Steve and I were in that it was like out of my head, out of my mind to even like introduce any other guys into the situation. I know. (laughs) But it was just and I had the stuff with the other guys I'd been dating that were kind of overlapping. So it was just a mess. (laughs) so I went up one of these times and you and int- Steve introduced me to Matt. And I remember Matt was sitting on his bike, like all ready to go. And no, you didn't wear spandex at that point. You had your mountain biking yeah, shorts. I usually don't and- wear
1: spandex when i on a mountain bike. No. He does have incredible calves. <laughs> <laughs> that I vividly remember from our mountain biking days, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
0: Steve. <laughs> so funny. Steve has told me that before too. Yeah.
2: So I I remember, so I remember I was up, I was still sitting on my bike, like you said, and I think I was chatting with Nikki and Ben and Roslyn. and there was a whole plethora of yeah, people. Yeah, like
0: I said, it was always just a bunch of people standing up there chatting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We were very social in that apartment complex. Yeah. People were tight. Well, and there's several single moms in there, and. Anyways,
2: and so, I had just ridden my bike
1: from my house to the apartment complex. I love the single moms in that; they're so cute. Group.
0: They're a great, and I group. still see a
1: lot of them out and about. Yeah, and I ran into Rosalind the other day in Hyde Park, and we talked for a while. And it's anyway, fun, yeah.
0: So I was up there, and I remember thinking when I met you, this guy is super cute. I want to date him, and honestly, thinking. I think I'm just going to marry this guy. I'm (laughs) going to marry this guy.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) That was your initial thought. That's
0: how I remember it. Like, which sounds so crazy because all I did was see you. But I honestly, and I remember like for sure thinking I'm going to date this guy. But I literally told Steve like two weeks later when him and I ended things officially. We're totally done. Yeah, but. Telling him I was going to marry you.
2: In this interaction, because I do remember you being there like halfway through the conversations with other people, I remember you coming up and I'm like, oh, this is Steve's girlfriend. Did you know girlfriend or did you think wife? At that point, you had made I'd it established, clear. Oh, we're both... Previously, on another ride, you had said that, oh, yeah, I'm dating Je- uh, Jessica. Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell you we were divorced. No. Okay. So, when you first came up, you were like, I th- thought, okay, this is making sense now. This is Steve's Girlfriend. girlfriend, Jessica, who then I, that's when I put two and two together as, oh, when you came into sacrament meeting. That's who you saw. That's, it was your girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: And this is a funny thing too, is a couple of weeks later after Steve and I ended things, I went straight for Matt. <laughs> like I sang in church and spoke in church. That Sunday after Steve and I ended things. And I remember you sitting on the back row. And like, I, so when I date, I am very intentional about, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm, that's how I'm going to put it nicely for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super flirt and I will go for what I want. She, so, makes,
1: she makes it known that she's interested. Yes. Why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Well yeah (laughs) why wouldn't you and the answer is because people play games when they're dating and they like
0: it's scary yeah
1: yeah. but jessica's not that way i'm
0: not scared to do it i just figure if they're not interested they're not interested but i'm gonna at least make a move and see what happens and that happened and
1: i remember that back to our dating days like yes from day one i knew clearly she's interested yeah and i am too so i'm going for it
0: yeah they don't really mess around that's jessica style (laughs) so i knew okay i'm i'm gonna speak I'm pretty confident in my singing. I felt like I did a good job. Like if this guy is at all interested, I just did like a good job in nailing that first thing to get him to notice me, you know? <laughs> and then I was very intentional about sitting by you in Sunday school. Okay, wait.
1: So did you notice, Matt? Do you remember her speaking in church that day and yeah. in church?
0: I have a text from him because I hit you up on Facebook and we were messaging about it. Okay, wait, you, you about, sang
1: and spoke in church? Yes,
0: which happens a couple times day. in my life. There was that's one the
1: Sunday where you did like everything one sacrament <laughs> meeting. I can't remember why or how that came about. Sometimes but it happened. That wasn't that Sunday, was it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I spoke and sang and that was it, but... Which is almost everything in the sacrament meeting. I don't know why both on the same day, but that's... Yeah. Hmm. So then I went to Sunday school and made Wait, wait, sure wait. What is
1: this message? You said you messaged about it. What's the message say?
0: Oh, the message... Matt told me he said, Thanks for making me cry in front of my kids during church today. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Yeah. And he's not a crier. But what I did was you like, say? Oh, it was good. so mean. No, I think it was the singing <laughs> that touched yeah. him. His mom's a singer too. Yes. Like he grew up with music and stuff, so
2: Yep. So anytime I hear a spiritual song
0: It brings it, that up. Yeah,
2: it brings that up and
0: it, it yeah it touches you it
2: does it touches me in a good way
0: <laughs> but after that i literally every sun every sunday i could i would sit next to him in sunday school which only lasted a few weeks cuz then he got a calling where he wasn't in sunday school with me anymore he had told me what times he usually went to the gym and we went to the same gym <laughs> and I was a stalker. Yeah, I would show up hoping to see him. I mean, it was kind of about the same time I went anyways, but I would go look for him. Like I would make sure and make a loop to go see if he's there. And it only happened a couple times that I saw him. But I just feel like
2: I was an avid gym goer at that time in my life. You
0: were. Yeah. And I asked him out on a date. In fact, one of our this. friends Basically planned a party so that I could ask you out on a date. And I said no. No, you said yes.
2: Was no. it Steph May? Oh. No.
0: It was uh, Dana and Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said yes because you had just started dating the other Jessica and it was more like a hangout thing. But I asked you out and then you Wasn't were like- was to the Super Bowl party? It, uh, no, it was a Boise State game. It was game. a Boise State game at their house. We were going to go watch it at their house. Yeah, I remember that. But then you ended up with your kids and couldn't go- And then you also were like, I am so confused right now. Yeah. Because weren't you dating Steve? And I don't really know what the details are of your guys' relationship.
1: (laughs) Clearly, you were picking up on the fact that Jessica was into you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I blatantly asked him how.
0: Yeah. And so he's like, so I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. In my
2: head, I'm like, here's this player. (laughs) Jessica?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's got a
1: kid. I'm a She's player. dating Steve. Yeah. She's hitting on me.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, who is this?
0: So at that point, I told Matt, I said, next time you go mountain biking, come over to my apartment after. I'll, Penny will be in bed. Come over and I'll chat and explain the whole thing. And you did. Was I there? No.
2: We didn't go mountain biking? You no, guys? We, I
0: don't think you guys you were mountain biking together yeah, that I, night.
2: You didn't
1: go that night. Do you remember your thought process leading up to going over to Jessica's that night? Um, And I do suddenly remember, we've told this story, but it wasn't on our podcast, it was on Richard Osler's. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I don't recall much of my thoughts. I was just really curious as to what the whole situation
1: was. Yeah. So then you messaged me, texted me. Yep. And basically said, hey, Jessica... Invited me over or asked me out? One of however, you worded it.
2: Well, I think it was initially. Hey, Jessica just invited me over to her apartment after going mountain biking tonight,
1: and yeah, I just wanted to get the skinny with you. What? To which I responded, "Jessica and I are are done. We've broken up. What, what did we call it? It wasn't a breakup. It was.
0: It was. But... We,
1: Jessica and I had ended things. Yeah, and we're moving our separate ways." And not that you needed my permission to go no, see point, her, but by all means you had my blessing because basically.
2: But at this point, I Steve, up, I didn't know that you were gay. Yeah. And like I I didn't. <laughs> and so I yeah.
0: Even knowing that though, it was still that we were dating. Mm-hmm. Either way, I can understand why you felt the need here's this guy you know and consider a friend. Yep. You're just making sure you're not stepping on any toes. Which goes back to the idea that your guys' relations started with a lot of respect and understanding, too. did, yeah. Of trying to make sure the other person was okay with the situation. Yeah. So Matt came over that night.
2: So, yeah. And I guess I bring that up about me not knowing that Steve was gay at this point. Because Jessica's like saying, hey, come over. I want to explain some things to you like yeah. okay what what is there to explain
0: well and the fact that right? you didn't even got at some explaining
1: to do <laughs> yeah. you
0: didn't even know at this point that we had been married did you no yeah so I mean it was I feel like once you understood okay first of all we're divorced and dating again and then secondly Steve's gay it's kind of like oh they're like done like that's why she's moving on so quick is she's had time to process this
1: like six years <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So, so
2: basically what I didn't realize at this time was I was going into learning about Steve and Jessica's relationship, basically our whole podcast up until now. Yeah. I was coming in to learn it. as <laughs> Jessica's inviting me over <laughs> to tell all first 33 episodes.
0: I was going to say, so Matt sat through 33 episodes of our <laughs> podcast that night. <laughs>
1: without a drink in hand, mind you. (laughs) (laughs) Which you probably needed.
0: But I also got a lot of Matt's story at that point. Yes. And for me, I had dated guys who had been married and and actually I dated more of them after this conversation. But I knew the way Matt talked about his ex-wife and the way he was approaching the situation that this was somebody I wanted to be with. Because you did not badmouth her. You didn't like, there was nothing like that. The way you approached it, I thought, okay, this is a good guy. He's got his head on straight. <laughs> I could marry him. <laughs> did okay. what did you have? What were your thoughts after leaving my apartment that after night? After leaving
2: there? Well, I remember okay, so after I went over to your apartment after we went to mountain biking. So we'd gone up and I was I was super sweaty, I was super stinky,
1: I, I knew say, I was. I was say, this is an interesting yeah approach to the first day you're wearing it wasn't wearing, a date it was a date. it, it, was was just, I it made it clear
0: it wasn't a date so he had
1: to do some splaining. Some... he had agreed to go on a <laughs> date with me explaining session.
0: <laughs> oh no 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 this was before you were gonna go out with me so we yeah. explained things and then we were gonna go out and then you ended up not being able to go because you ended up with your kids so anyways so what did you think after you left the apartment that night
2: after i left
0: yeah
1: that's that's what he thought (laughs) yeah
0: what the heck yeah
2: (laughs) no i thought it was a good conversation i remember leaving there feeling like okay a lot of their situation now i understand yeah and this is a person who has been through a lot of hurt and a lot of stuff and I have also been through a lot of hurt and a lot of stuff. And this is probably a person who I can confide in. Because a lot of times, especially in an, like in any church congregation, we feel as though uh, we're the only ones. Yeah. We're the only ones going through this. We're the only ones, like, nobody's going to understand my situation. And at this point, Jessica was probably the first person in that ward that I felt, okay. I can relate to or I can confide in hey this is how I'm feeling this is someone who can get me yeah who can get me and and likewise I thought okay Steve is probably somebody who can get me even more now and I didn't realize that before
1: so yeah. and two things to know here I think one I'm sure Jessica spilled all the info like you did not hold back like Jessica's we were all an open book on this podcast Jessica's always been an open book in in always in, all ways. <laughs> in so, my life yes just yeah and that's atypical of mormon culture and just society in general i think it's you know mm-hmm. Matt you talk about how in the church and in out of the church too but how people We often feel like we're alone and there's very much this kind of mentality of we keep our problems to ourselves and we smile and put on this happy face and this facade of of being perfect on the outside, right? Yep. Having the perfect family and being this perfect person with this perfect life. And, And that so bothers me about that, that we sit and suffer in silence next to people that we think would never understand us who have been through the same things or something so Absolutely. similar time and time again. And it, it would almost make me angry sometimes when I would find out someone that I had thought for so long would never understand things that I was going through. Years later, I would find out they were going through the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, when I found out years later who else, that someone else in my ward had come out or was gay or was in a mixed orientation marriage, and I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we could have been there for each other. Like, we could have yeah. benefited Support from... So I just:
0: I And that's know. partially my intention of being an open book. Yeah. and I am selective about what I share with certain people, but if I feel like I should share something with somebody, I do. And but there are things that I keep like Steve, you know this, oh especially, yeah especially, that I kept right. what you... was sacred to you or what you felt you weren't ready to share, mm-hmm. very private. but I will if I'm having a hard time with something or if I'm struggling with something, I'm not afraid to bring that up to my friends or to, if they're expressing that they're having a hard time with something, I try to relate because I want people to understand they're not alone. Right. And that I am a safe place to tell that too. If you need to talk about something, I'm available.
1: And that comment I made about you being an open book and like yeah, yeah. sharing openly, it was very much after we yeah. split up when someone wanted to know why, you told them <laughs> exactly Jessica, why. <laughs> Jessica, do you feel like
2: I was an open book during that conversation?
0: From what I remember... Yeah, I remember you being very communic- communicative. I don't, it's not a word. Communicative. Yeah. With me. And just. You ooh. talked
1: real well. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> and sharing with me some of those things. And like you said, it was like, I felt like it was a safe place to share and be comfortable. Yeah. And I mean I shared stuff with other people obviously that I dated and I've talked about that but there was a difference. Yeah. In understanding and
2: So at this whatnot. point like I remember I got on my bike I rode home it was dark and I do remember that. Okay, I have now and there's another member of my ward who is single and has a child. And that was relatable.
0: Mhm. So Matt's been dating this other girl for a little while. And at this point, at this point, not right now, he'd been dating her for like three weeks, maybe a month, because that's what you told me at the time. You're like, I've been dating her about three weeks or so. So the night we were actually supposed to go out and then you ended up with your kids, I came over to your house and we hung out again. So we and your aunt came over. Oh, right before this, though. Sorry. I remember I went to my mom's and was talking to her about Matt Frew and this guy is in my ward and how I really want to date him. And she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh Does this happen to be Jan and Alan Frew's son? (laughs) not (laughs) not And I said, I have no idea. So I like sent Matt a message. I'm like, Hey, are these your parents? And you responded back. Yeah. Why? How do you know this? My mom and Matt's mom, went to different schools in Pocatello, but they grew up together. So they were in musicals together. They had done different things. My mom remembered when Matt's parents met and started dating and just all these different things. And she was like, oh yeah, that's a good family. You should go for him. And I was like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And so it became like an ongoing conversation about Matt Frew at that point. Yeah. But then, so then I went to your house and we hung out. And at that point you had told me Listen, I'm super flattered. You're a cute, attractive girl, but I've been dating this girl, this other girl long enough that I don't feel like I can date both of you to be like, I don't want to do anything to hurt her. And it's been long enough that I can't like date two people, you know, we're committed enough that I shouldn't be doing that. And so I can't, I can't date you. I said, okay, let me know when you break up with her. (laughs)
1: Did she really say that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. Well, I said, okay. Texts. Even after me... that, I was like, hey, have you broken up with her yet? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Not quite that blatant, but yeah. pretty much. And I did literally say those words to him. All right, well, let me know when you break up with her.
2: Yeah. So at this Thanks t- for
0: being honest with me.
2: And I remember this time I was living right downtown, Boise. Yeah. I loved that house. And didn't we sit back by the fire and have yeah. s'mores?
0: Yeah, and you told me that women started shaving their legs because the Pioneer women's <laughs> hair used to get singed, and so they decided they should start shaving their <laughs> legs.
1: It's poor Pioneer women. Yeah. This is so that's the crap how, That's Matt how the women in the people. U.S. started shaving their legs. Yeah. Because of the Pioneer mm-hmm. women.
2: Because the get Pioneer that women. That close to the campfire. For, yeah, because the singed hairs <laughs> would just stir stink. the beans. Oh. The singed hairs would and just And so they just uh, thought, oh, you know what? Because the men had pants. And so they're... The women they're, had their dresses. Yeah, their hair so wouldn't singe. Like,
0: pull it up a little bit, and then their hair singed, and that's why they start shaving their legs. So oh. that was
2: the uh, folklore that I told her.
1: I do remember good, telling her. that. stories. <laughs> um, and you're like, sweet, I don't have a campfire. I'm just going to let these things grow.
0: <laughs> no, we were by the campfire. That's why I told oh, me. Oh, Yeah, we are okay.
1: in the backyard. But,
2: <laughs> and at this time, I was living... My cousin was living with me, and... Obviously, my kids part-time. Yeah. But you said something about my aunt.
0: Oh, your aunt came over that night to pick up moving boxes or something.
1: Oh, Debbie.
0: Mm-hmm. And I actually went to high school with her daughter.
1: Is jumping back a little to that house. Is it funny that I even have fond memories of that house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a good house, man.
1: What are your memories of that house? Not like particular memories, but just like a fond sentiment about it when I drive past it. Yeah. It's a beautiful house and just like... It's where you guys got your start, and there were good times there. And like yeah. just chats in the kitchen or in the living room, or th- you know, it was just times when I was dropping off or picking up Penny and or the kids that's where Penny rode a bike for the first time, was in the alley behind that house. Back and, alley, we have, we have I don't know, whenever there. Penny and I drive past, we always point it out. And like I have positive sentiments related to that house. It's so that's funny because like every every time like we drive by it with my kids. All the
0: kids are like that's, there it the, is. that's the old old house. That's our old house. old house because <laughs> we lived in three. Mm-hmm. It's so funny.
2: Last week was uh, we went up to Bogus and we passed it on the way up. That looks exactly how it did. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They completely <laughs> yeah. renovated. Yeah. It
0: looks nothing like it. <laughs> I see.
1: Yeah, there's an addition. They painted it. They... <laughs> Penny and I drove down the alley there recently because I was like, Penny, this is where you rode a bike for the first
0: time. And she didn't care.
1: No, no. Yeah, he she's, told not, me. She's, she's not. She's not, not sentimental like. She's
0: more like me. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good spot to leave off. Matt wouldn't date me.
2: I wouldn't. I was trying to be faithful.
0: And you were. <laughs> I'm
2: just, yes, I. Yeah.
0: Good for you, Steve. Were you dating somebody at this time? No, not right off the bat. Because this was like right this after things ended. This was like twelve ended. minutes yes, after we broke true. up, so no. No. Mm-mm. I started dating somebody
1: now. really soon after that, and yeah. I have an interesting journal entry in that journal about it. I'd mm. forgotten how soon it was, but we
0: should pull that out.
1: Yeah, it wasn't very serious, but it was a positive thing for me.
0: All right. Okay. Any other sentiments to end the week? In the episode?
1: No, I don't. Not that I can think of. We should start like. I know we do an outro, but we should start like summarizing the main takeaways.
0: Yeah, people get them.
1: Summarize your own dang takeaways, people,
0: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's not gonna do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I think people get different things out of each episode. I know. That's why I think. I mean, it's just a story that we just told, and everybody interprets that how they what they hear and what they need at the time. Hopefully there's something that connected with each of you today.
2: Yeah. I guess for me it was like just knowing that there was other people out there going through same stuff.
0: And I think that's such an important thing to remember and I had a similar conversation this weekend with my mom about this is that everybody's going through something. Everybody. I do not care how perfect their life looks. I do not care how well it's presented. And just because they're willing, not willing to share doesn't mean they're like hiding it or trying to cover it up. Some people are, yes, but sometimes they're just not in a situation to share. And so I always feel like if you feel, this is why I try to act when I feel prompted to do something for somebody, because I don't know what they're going through most of the time. But honestly, if I feel like I should reach out to somebody, it's because I feel like they probably... I don't know. Maybe they just need a smile that day. Maybe they need something.
1: Or maybe you need
0: something. Maybe I need something. Yeah. And you never know.
1: Yeah. And it's worth taking a risk and being vulnerable by sharing what you're going through with yeah. the big possibility that if someone else is going to relate to that or mm-hmm. has been through it and will have something helpful to say. Exactly. And you can benefit from mutual support one, yeah. one to another. And, and even those people that Jessica that you were saying that don't share, don't Don't look at them and don't let yourself think, man, they've got it made. They're perfect. Look at them. You know, they don't have these kind of problems that I do. Like, take it with some perspective that Mm -hmm. sure they do. They have some kind of problem going on, whether you know about it or not. Not to say that you should be judging people and assuming what their problems are, but you shouldn't be putting them on a pedestal and thinking that you're far below this person that you think is near perfect.
0: Well, and we've had that in all situations. I mean, people, when Steve and I got divorced, were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because that's what they did with us. They a thought that, family yeah. And then again, with Matt and I, people who don't know us, they've said, oh my goodness, here's this like little cute family in the ward, not realizing. And
1: then they hear about our podcast have, and we whoa. Have, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have three kids from three different dads, people. <laughs> so, and then it's like, what? <laughs> like, it's not what it appears. And that's, you know, it's not that we're trying to cover it up. It's just, you see us as a family we're a happy family so it's yeah. just yeah. what it is anyways so there you go steve there we summed up some stuff i like it <laughs> does yep. that make you feel good
1: yes i like a lot
0: in your red fuzzy blankie <laughs> it's
1: your red fuzzy blankie
0: i know it oh
1: i'm wearing one of jessica's blankies and one of matt's blankies because <laughs> it's, <so> cold <laughs> it's 13 degrees down here
0: <laughs> all right have a good week everybody Hey everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change, things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, Go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you.